Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold, but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... What? Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Oh, good evening and welcome to Lauren's Podcast. Tonight is Saturday. It is May 4th, 2019. Uh, as you notice in the uh, podcast, all of our audience has been muted. Whenever I'm conducting interviews or personal commentaries, I always mute the room. Uh, the chat room, however, does remain open, so chatters, you can mutually chat among yourselves at the commence. Uh, I'll open up uh, the chat room and I'll go back and forth for anybody that has any questions or comments from our speakers this evening. And uh, then we'll finally commence the call. Last, all opinions and comments of my callers or participants, they don't necessarily reflect my own. However, I do feel with um, any type of communication venue, that there is much to gain and much to learn. And that's really a great experience for human beings coming together. So everyone, without further ado, let's uh, just go ahead and uh, get this show, as they like to say, right on the road. Let's begin. Hey, calling it is Lauren from the urban city. Yeah, we're from the mega city. But we're in this Target program. Oh, you Jack, T.I. family, got some real class for you this evening. Miss Karen Nelson-Stewart, who doesn't know her? Intelligent, articulate, warm, and gracious. Karen has now launched her brand new organization, and her team are with us tonight. Jack Christiana and Miss Hope. Everyone, give a warm welcome and appreciation for her newfound organization, Targeted America. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, Thank you very so much, well. Lauren. Thank you, Karen, Hope, and Jack. Um, panel tonight, and I don't have a specific order, just... Can you just, I don't know, Karen, I'll direct it at you first. Give us this little glimmer of when this, you know, aha moment for the baby targeted America, which I love the name. How did it begin for you? Um, who, who are you asking? Um, um, who's, um, who birthed the baby of this? And then you can expand with us how the three of you this evening came together. Um, Jack and I have been talking um, about some needs in the community for a different type of group. And um, so we got the germ of the idea together and we um, asked Karen if she would be interested in joining us because she had similar um, interests and concerns. So okay. that, that's how it started. And we did have a heck of a time coming up with a name. Um, you know, Hope, honestly, you 
uh, you guys tonight have picked the golden ticket, okay? Like Willy Wonka Factory. I love the I love the name of your organization, Targeted America. Did did the three of you come together and begin to expound that you feel there's way more targets than any of us can fathom? Or yes, and and we this is Jack, and we spent. Uh, I think we spent we spent about two weeks actually on the name. We, we went through a lot of names before we settled on targeted America. But the reason, the reason why is that it's kind of a new thing. Targeted is, is becoming, the word targeted is becoming very common, even in, even in mainstream out the last uh, few months. And so, uh, you know, we obviously, it's obviously for the targeted individuals, but we're trying to kind of move on from that from that name as a little bit of a stigma to it. So now we're calling targeted individuals, we're calling uh, uh, illegally targeted people. And um, but we have targeted, and also America, you know, we care about our country as well. And this is something that's, this is something that's uh, not to get up on a tangent, but you're asking about the name. This is something that most, most of us victims, and, and I've been a victim for this over 11 years, so I know as well as, you know, almost as well as anybody, and, um, uh, that this is this is an attack on America, not just you know the tar- the targeted community. This is an attack on our country. This is an attack this is an attack on freedom. You know, and, and we're we know we're the Martin Luther Kings of our day. We really are. And so we're, we're you know we're fighting to uh, you know our government is trying to trying to control everything. Um, we have a lot of factions, uh, Jack, both externally, externally meeting the program and bureaucracies internal, meaning um, even personal individuals that we think we could trust. That would be family, close friends, you know, uh, even, yeah, maybe to the extent bureaucracies that are supposed to assist us. Those are against us as well, and it continues to grow. So it makes us walk a tightrope, so to speak. And yet, I've always wondered, Jack, how many Americans are walking the same tightrope? It may be different, and we're targeted, but... Something still isn't working quite uh, normal in their lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I believe. And, uh, yeah. And I believe this organization is. Do you understand with with you, Hope and Karen have really achieved. You are now become. It's like the glue or the bind. Americans. Maybe that's maybe that's what I dig. Okay. What else can I tell you guys tonight? I dig it, baby. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I dig it. Thank you. That's nice. You type down the soul and you don't have to speak to them. But we're going to talk. We're going to have an interview. Okay. But I feel it. Okay. Right. I feel it. And I... Before we even sort of move on, Jack, or Karen and Hope, Jack, do you think your background in marketing made you come up with this? Because it's mad, man, right through the, you know, the roof. Well, it's 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 bad. That's what's driving me. My background in marketing is, is... my back mm-hmm. is what gives me the confidence um, because I have I have faith. I have, it's just I know how to explain things. I have, I have faith in the country. But uh, you asked before about um, you know how we were formed. So yeah, that was. I'm sorry. And my hope hope is the one that actually um, uh, came up wanted to kind of form a group, and so we, so Hope and I talked, and um, quite a bit, and we talked to parents, and, and, and all three of us were on board, and so all three of us were, you know, involved in, like, talking about the website, and 
And um, talk, you know, like, you know, we, we wanted to make sure all three of us agreed on the name. So like we went back and forth. And any, any of the letters we send out to the community, those have gone around, all three of us. Uh, you know, no matter who signed it, signed it, all three of us were, were involved in, in you know, letting the community know uh, that Target America is starting. And, um, and we're just like uh, just like Hope put in on the website, um, she has parts on there um, and to kind of explain things. And it, we, we, we want to decipher ourselves because we want to be, we want to be totally ethical, totally, totally peaceful, totally, uh, you know, uh, everything is going to be so factual. But, so I, we talked to this guy and it's like, you know, hopefully push me on like one word, if, if it's the right word or not. So then we'll kind of go around and, and so we're, we really want to have a good reputation. We want to have, a, you know, a good, uh, and, um, and so, because that's what we need. That's and that's and that's, that's that was the whole purpose. That that is the whole purpose of Target America is is to have a, a reputable organization uh, that uh, law firms well want to be involved in. That whistleblowers, uh, uh, the doc, the doctors of the world, you know, of our, I should say the doctors of our community, the doctors, the PhDs, the professionals of our community. We want them to be able to go to our website and see the professional luck as well as the professional content. And know that you know if they if they support us or represent us, they're going to be they can trust us and that we've been him. And we, and we want the you know we want the community to know that they can go to our they can go to our website targetamerica.com and it's going to be guaranteed. It's going to be you know between the three of us, uh, you know any any one of us is going to make sure it's, it's uh, everything on the website is going to be legit and and uh, between the three of us, it's, it's um, you know nothing can slip to the cracks, and so so again, we want to make sure law firms, uh, uh, PhDs, and medical doctors, uh, as well as politicians, as well as law enforcement, as well as the media, yeah, we, we want them all to go to the website and, and understand this is real. This is very real. We're victims. It's not a conspiracy. And by the way, the reason why, and by the way, we've we talked about this quite a bit, and the reason why we don't want to, we're not even going to discuss any conspiracy theories on our website, because we don't want, we don't want the media to label us as conspiracy. Uh, as conspiracy theorists, because then if, if, we, if we talked about conspiracies, and some of them are, are probably true, but, but we don't want to even talk about them because then they'll, then they'll say, oh, well, we're talking about conspiracies. You know, it's, it's not. It's, it's, the difference is conspiracy is when, when you know, like 9 11, it might, it's, you know, I, I'm a believer there was some hinky thinking going on, but it's still, it's a conspiracy because we don't, we weren't there, right? We don't know exactly. But it's like, you know, how JFK was, how JFK was shot. That's a conspiracy, they call it, conspiracy theory, because we, it's a theory, right? We weren't there, we don't know. But with targeting, it's not a Party you know, you have because we're victims. It's a crime. It's, 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 it's humanity, actually. You yeah. are right. Yeah. That's a very valid point. <clears throat> well, let's see. Let's, um, you know, everyone, let's let's bring it back home just real quick. Tonight is the team of Targeted Americans. Uh, we have Karen Stewart, Jack Christiana, and Ms. Hope. Um, what I'm going to do is the three of you here on the panel, I'm just going to go and ask different questions among the three of you in alphabetical order. So coming up first would be Hope. You, you begin with H. Good evening and hi. Hi. So I have to tell what you my connection is horrific. And 
a lot of times I can't hear what anyone's saying. So I'll do my best. Okay, that's what we can do. Keep keep it simple. Hope. Um, you expounded with Jack and Karen this evening about you know how you all collaborated to uh, have not only your new organization, Targeted America, and the website is targetedamerica.com, but um, I don't know you personally, and I just want to like, pick your vibe up and stuff. What do you feel uh, your assets and, and what you're bringing in as the assistance with Karen and Jack? Um. Well, uh, like Jack, I have a background in business. Um, I have an MBA and a certificate in public management, which um, is applicable to governmental um, management and also nonprofit. Um, cool. And my interest is kind of twofold. I'm interested in the legal aspects mm -hmm. of what we're covering. And I'm also interested, and, and this is true of all of us, um, in raising awareness and, and getting action related to that awareness. And so I don't know the law, but I can help uh, Jack in expressing the ideas that we want to get across. And then I'm working on public awareness aspects such as uh, bringing together uh, documents and news articles from quote-unquote reputable sources that would be recognizable to people in the community, activists and lawyers and um, doctors and other professionals so that we can not only educate ourselves but educate them about the legitimacy of our issue. So that's, those are my prime concerns. Okay. So we have a section on the um, website called Targeted Evidence that Jack created and we pulled into the website. And that has um, topic areas with, um, Jack, I don't mean to speak for you, but I want to bring up the other thing related to this. But it's got topic areas like directed energy weapons and all about legitimate sources to describe that. And, um, organized stalking has got legitimate sources. So again, it's something that the community could go look at and say, oh yeah, this is a problem. This is an issue. And then with um, in the website also we have a section called In the News. And there I'm taking um, PDFs of uh, publications by the government um, and other agencies to legitimize our claims and also um, articles from publications like the New York Times, Intercept, Guardian, um, uh, Wired, any number of quote-unquote legitimate or reputable um, publications that cover the areas that we um, are affected by, like surveillance and directed energy weapons. Does That's that answer your question? Very thoroughly, actually. Um, I particularly was uh, interested in the part where um, government drawing in the government and knowledge of their background 
Is there not a lot of information in the past, Hope, where the government, in fact, oversaw, you know, illegal experimentation like the Tuskegee experiment in the South for 40 years? And you know what I'm saying? They have a background in the poisoning Flint, Michigan. Uh, these things are not conspiracy because they are and have been in our mainstream. Right. They exist. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do is d- develop like a document database of these types of things so we can show that they're all related, like what's going down at the border now where um, the Customs and Border Patrol has started creating, um, I don't want to call it exactly, but like a monitoring database of journalists down there who are covering the border situation and um, activists have got some kind of dossier on them. So that's related to our situation. There's clearly people who have dossiers on us or all these things would not be so coordinated. Where, and of we, course. You know, we wouldn't be surveilled so closely and we wouldn't be attacked so mm-hmm. constantly. So we are the same, and that's why we call it illegally targeted people. There's no reason for us to be on these kind of um, dossiers and surveillance lists and attack lists. These are attacks. I mean, there's no legitimate reason for this. It, it, Karen talks about it being wrongful targeting, and uh, it's illegal. And it's the same for these people down journalists covering the situation at the border. That's all free speech. That's covered in the Constitution. That's constitutional activity that shouldn't be on the list. And there's also a database that the Trump administration has started, I believe, through DHS of all the journalists in the country. And um, what do they call it? It's not thought leaders. It's something, something like that, the people who impact, like, lead other people in ideas. And I forgot mm. what term they use. But that's related to our situation as well. Any Anytime there's this kind of monitoring of... Surveillance, monitoring. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I noticed the term we don't also bring up, uh, Hope, is COINTELPRO, reason being a lot of... It, this parallels a lot of spirituality, but the prophets that are on the street may not know per se are our level of targeting or our way, maybe I should say it that way, but they are quite versed and educated in COINTELPRO. They're quite versed in COINTELPRO, which of course was heavy surveillance in the dossiers. Exactly, and so Jack has COINTELPRO documents, I believe, on um, his section that's called targeted evidence, and he can speak to that. But I'm also putting in the in the news section. Uh, do, I will be putting in documents from the um, 60s, 70s COINTELPRO, but I'm currently also putting in contemporaneous articles about um, like FBI targeting activists in um, Sacramento who went to protest um, white separatists. They they went out to protest and the the separatists were violent against the protesters and the FBI treated the protesters like they were the danger. So um, that's consistent with the type of thing that happened with COINTELPRO and this has happened, I believe that was 2016. And then I have other other articles like that for current events. 
Exactly. Hope you, you know what? We feel each other. Do you see also a connection, not only spiritually, but it, this, we fall under the same fight and struggle very closely to civil rights. You know what I'm saying? Because they're using similar tactics, mm, add on a little more technology. You know, that's kind of what, how I see it. And using, using similar tactics to what was done during the civil rights movement by adding technology? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the some they just added on to COINTELPRO, more technology as well. More technology. You know, that, that is what it feels like. After <laughs> yeah. came. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Because we're living yes, I guess, I in the And yeah. so and so that other part of exactly. the news brings in documents like I've got documents from the seventies and eighties about electromagnetic weapons and uh, these are US documents and bibliography so that it shows as I keep adding documents and news articles, that this is not new. There's a whole long history of it. Um, exactly. In the news section on the right column, you can click on any of the topics and it will bring up the related items. So I very heavily tag each article or document so that, you know, you can pull up the civil rights aspect of something or you can pull up the directed energy aspect of something plus other features in the article that came out and also um, adding in now uh, the um, names of the publications that I'm drawing articles from so that you can also see well what's the time what has time position I mean excuse me what has the times position been on these kinds of things over time. How has wired represented it things that are happening at targets ten years ago as opposed to now. Things like that. So you can have a very rich texture of what has been going on um, in those areas over time. I think that's it. exactly, that's what I'm saying. Um, now this portion that you just described, would that be, again, uh, you said there's two areas. Jack's, it's gonna, Jack's area is going to be what again when we go to your website? It's called Targeted, targeted Evidence. Targeted Evidence, thank you. And, and that, what's really helpful about that is that it's a separate website that we link into it. But um, having it as a separate website, you know, anyone could go out and find those pages and he explains like in more simple terms what's going on. But it's, it's introductory, whereas this section that I'm doing here, you have to have some knowledge um, about our issues to come in and then start doing research in there to see what, you know, I, I'm not... He's, pro he's providing description on those issues. I'm not. I'm just providing documentation. Now, we can start a blog soon and talk about those things. But at this point, the In the News section is just publications and news articles. And you can go look at what we've got in there by topic on the right side. In the News. Um, I have one, just one comment real quick. Hope you mentioned that your expertise, you know, relating to governmental, you know, their laws, regulations, how they work. No, I, Do I'm not familiar with specific um, laws or anything like that, but my certificate is in management of those type of entities as opposed to businesses. Okay, then I'll go another direction. So I have an MBA that's 
towards the businesses, and then the certificate in public management relates to governmental and nonprofit. Governmental nonprofit, uh, and they're all participating in this program. You know that both you know public and private nonprofit. Uh, um, at this time, Hope, is there anything else you'd like to share before I move on? No, I hope everyone could hear it. I had a really hard time hearing myself and hearing you, so uh, I did my best. I like that more than a, a more than that, and so I, I really want to thank you uh, in advance for coming on the show and vibing with you for a few minutes. You've got really, really focused energy. You know what I'm saying? And I think Targeted America is, you know, more than happy to have you on board. Well, thank you very and much for inviting. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. Hey, we're going to move on, and the next is, is Jay for Jack. Jack, you're up, baby. Hey. How are you? Jack, what do you feel um, that your expertise, background, and knowledge, what do you bring to Targeted America? Hello? Hello? I wonder if he's having the same problems I was having. Oh, I wonder if he is. Let's go ahead and you know what? If it's here. Oh, no. Uh, so that's the part of the time I couldn't hear anything. Oh, this is horrible tonight, guys. Karen, are you there? Can you hear me? Oh, I'm sorry. Here I am. Oh, hi. Jack, you're back. Hi, we're oh, here. We can hear you. My, sorry, my sorry, my phone was muted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry about that. I was okay. Okay, everyone. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Jack, what do you feel? Uh, your background, your expertise, a knowledge that you bring to the table to targeted America. Sure. Thanks. And thanks so much. Thank you so much again for having us on. We really appreciate it because. You know, and I'll answer and, um, and uh, Targeted America, one of, the, one of the biggest things right now, we have more plans, but one of the biggest things right now is we're building the foundation. We're trying to empower everybody, giving them knowledge, information, how to do things to help themselves, which will in turn help the community. That's how it's going to work. And so my background is in uh, marketing uh, in the business school at California State University Long Beach. And uh, and then after I was, and that was, I thought that would be enough a bachelor science degree and I I learned the marketing for uh, a few firms and uh, for over a, over a decade and then I thought I was set but no then I got targeted when everything when everything started going you know just right I got targeted and after that I, I went into uh, I went and got a uh, got a got a master of science in legal studies. At Catholic Hello. University. Hello, Lauren. Lauren, this is James Lico. I just want to tell you that somebody has is listening to both Derek's and your call, and they have the volume of Derek's call turned up too high, and that's why it's bleeding over. Uh, it wasn't me. I I, I just hung up and called him, but it's not me. Okay, I'll go into the bar. Thank you. Sorry, Sorry about, about that, that, but it's, it's totally interfering. Oh, wow. Thank you both for telling me. Um, all right. I have no, again, Jack in mid-sentence. I'm so sorry. I uh, really, really 
must uh, consider moving to another platform. I'm really attacked. Uh, I'm not live streaming. I never do, everyone. I uh, just keep them in the repertoire to pick up. Uh, Jack, what again, when you said before we were interrupted that, you know, you were heavily targeted, you have a strong background yeah. in marketing. Right. So, yeah, thank, thank you so much for, for asking the question. So, yeah, so my, my undergraduate degree is in marketing. And what that is is, you know, I, as my first time in high school and I was trying to decide, you know, what I want to do when I grow up, uh, they told me I had, you know, an ability to kind of explain things. So that's where I get my optimism. And so uh, my degree in marketing, and uh, I, have con- I, I really have confidence in our country. I really do. Despite, despite being targeted for over 11 years, you know, you would think I'd be very pessimistic, but I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm very optimistic, extremely optimistic, and, and because, because I believe in my, I believe in our country. You know, I, I believe in our, our country, and I think I think when we after we get this foundation down is what we're doing right now, and then after we start moving forward with more plans we have, uh, you know, with public awareness campaigns, with uh, whether we have class action or mass court lawsuits, whether and we make progress on FOIA requests. Whatever it is, we're going to be moving forward. And, and I have confidence in, 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 in our government. I have confidence in our government, at least in the politicians, that they will do the right thing when when they are aware of the truth, when they know what's really going on. So that's what's going to happen. So, so anyway, so yeah, the things were the before. So after I became targeted heavily, I decided to get. Uh, it, it was. It wasn't. I've been targeted for over 11 years. But the first five years wasn't as bad. It got worse about 2014. Um, I got. And so. Um, you uh, you have any one? So, like, do you have any reason in your? Um, do you have any? Um, was what I'm trying to say. Do you have any idea why why all of a sudden it ramped up? Because I've heard that before. You know, it's it's a uh, it's really interesting and, and question because it ramped up and then it changed. But it used to be in it used to be in 2013, 14, 15. It was massive abuse to my eyes and and other areas of my body, and then and then it changed the last like three or four years, uh, um, uh, and it changed to more uh, physical abuse and psychological abuse. So they have changed it on me. To answer your question, I'm not really sure. No, I'm not really sure. Um, but I do, what I what I can tell you though is that uh, I have I have maybe I have, maybe I have influenced their 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 plans because you know so I went to law school so to kind of put everything together. Your question. So I went to law school and it took about two and a half years. Of, not no, before law school, right? Two and a half years in, in a master's degree in legal studies. And then I went to law school for two years. So I went to school for about four and a half years of studying legal. And um, and then I also got involved in the community. I met a lot of politicians. And, um, and people ask me, what, you know, did you talk to the politicians about the program? And I told them, no, I did not. Again, building the foundation, kind of, uh, you know, just, you know, figuring things out and really getting strong before we go back into battle. That's what they say. If you're going to go into battle, we are. We're going we're into battle. But not, not with yes. physical weapons, with, with our, our weapons are our troops, you know. Yeah. And, 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 um, and, and freedom of speech and lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. So before we go back into in battle with the fight, uh, I wanted to get really prepared. So that's what I did. And uh, so maybe that change in the program on me could have been 
might have been because of what I did. I got more well-known in the community. I, I, I went to city council meetings. I went to county supervisor meetings. I spoke up. I became more well-known in the community. And because I did that, they sent a police officer to my house, and she harassed me like, are you crazy? You know, and um, and they, they were never able to act, act on it. And, and I'd, like to, I'd like to get the point across to everybody that they – I, I'm, an, I'm a walking example of, of yes, they, they, because I spoke up, yes, it's true. They did try to, they did try to do the crazy thing with me, but they failed because I was not a threat to myself or others. You know, I, I, I was able to, I was, I was able to never cross that line and, and always, you know, always make sure that they understand that, that there's no violence involved, there's, there's, uh, there's, no, there's no risk to myself, there's no risk to anybody else. And, and I'm living proof that, you know, they're not able to do it. You know? and, I, and I even filed lawsuits against them, which would really get the upset. I currently have three uh, outstanding lawsuits against the city of Huntington Beach, the city of Laguna Beach, and the county of Orange. And the two cities are against the police department, against the, against the corporal, against the police chief. So I'm suing the police chief that my mom with. And, um, and uh, you know, so they're, they're obviously upset with me. They're not happy with that. Uh, I, I, I even go, I've been, in the last few months, I went to a city council meeting in Huntington and I gave a report. I gave a report in a lot of I said to the police chief, to the city council, to the citizens of that city. I told him, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on with me. And uh, I told him about the lawsuit. I, and I told him I'm not crazy. And I told him, here's why I was targeted. And, and, and you know, and they were very nice about it. You know, they said thank you very much. But um, and I went to the county this morning uh, to uh, Orange County Board of Supervisors, and I did the same thing. Um, and and then and by the way, one of the one of the county supervisors uh, is now the uh, uh, the um, uh, the uh, what is he? He's the um, district attorney for the county. Uh, so for the uh, you know, so yeah, he's got the top guy in law for the county now. It's prosecution. His name is Todd Fisher. And, and but I, that was that was the last chance I had to speak to him because he doesn't listen when he's uh, you know, but but at a, at a county supervisor when he's still a supervisor at the county, so he had to sit and listen. And I, I want him to know. I want him to know that they're in trouble. You know, they're they're the bad ones. They're, you know, they're the ones. You know, I'm not crazy. They're the ones that are that are, that are uh, wrong. You know, to, to, uh, um, to well, I want to know, Jack, when you're working now with uh, Targeted America, which is just told me right now, do you see there's a, um, do they work like in a close faction between the courts, law enforcement, and medical? Because it seems like they're all on board with, if they can't get you one way legally, they're going to get you health-wise, you're a nutcase. Yeah, yeah, they're, sure. And, and just, they're probably, they probably do, you know, and, and I'm very aware that all of those programs, uh, there's, um, not necessarily similar. All of our all of our programs are different, and they probably respond differently based on our actions. So as far as the medical and legal and and, um, and so forth, um, well, yeah, I'm just really cautious, and so I, I uh, you know, actually, you know, they did all the things they do with everyone else. They did the burglaries and all these different things, and planting drugs and everything. But I, so I, I ended up getting surveillance cameras, and I always protect myself that way, and uh, so. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, I still, I still have to. I tell people, I, you, you still have to trust. You still have to trust society. You still have to go out and eat. You still have to, you know, um, do these things. So I'm still, 
the attitude I have now is in year, in after 11 years in, in my year 12 of targeting, I'm not the attitude now that's like, well, whatever. You know, I'm just going to do the right thing at all times. I'm not I'll, sure, I'll take precautions and, and things like that, but I'm, I'm just going to do the right thing. I'm never going to be intimidated. And so they're going to do what they're going to do, whatever. You know? And, and you know, I, I worked with my congressman, being a real doctor, who was retired, but he was my congressman for, for uh, congressman 30 years, and for my, mother, for my mom and myself. And I, so we, I got to know him really well, and his wife and his family, and his three triplets. And I wrote him, so I've been Christmas cards the last several years, and I wrote him in a Christmas card. I, I said, you know, I wanted, I wanted him to know my attitude, you know. And so I said, you know, back in World War I, when back then was just men that fought the war. And I said, back in World War I, you know, the men, they, they, there was hand-to-hand combat, and there was like a thousand guys that said charge, and they ran the battle. And they, uh, and they, they knew probably half of them were going to die. But they did it. They did it for their. They did it for our country. They, they weren't thinking about. Oh my gosh, you know. They, and they probably. I'm sure they had a wife at home and a family. But they did it and they died for our country. You know. So by by us doing what we're doing and getting real comfortable and have to take the targeting and have to take the shots and the abuse and the whatever. So freaking right. You know, just like Kennedy said, ask not what the country can do for you, ask what we can do for our country. We're fighting for our country. We really are. We are really, really. We're fighting for freedom, our, our bodily integrity. You know, our government is take over people, mind control, and everything else. And, and, we're, we're, and, and that's what we're going to do. We've got to make the public aware and tell them, tell them this, this whole program is actually a diversion. This whole thing is a diversion because they're trying to, like, they're trying to make the people not think about what's really going on. And our government is trying to, you know, uh, you know, you know, control the population. You're absolutely right. Uh, on a close before we move on to Karen, Jack, I just have um, one last question. Maybe I want to understand. Um, while Hope spoke and you're working together with Targeted America, now you're uh, on the website. You uh, are the one that has the illegal uh, targeting uh, people. Is that what you did? Or targeted evidence? Yes. Now here, okay, sure. Let me sure. Thank you for asking again. And so let me explain that. So, so yes, um, the reason why um, I targeted evidence, which is, is the website of myself, and also it's you can go to Target America, same thing, so you guys can get away. The reason why we did that is because, um, I, you know, because there's so much evidence, it's so ridiculous, there's so much evidence now in the last couple of years, and, I want, and so whether it's, uh, whether it's emergency weapons, whether it's voice control, whether it's, whether it's uh, organized stalking, whether it's illegal surveillance, whether it's remote neuromonitoring, I mean, whatever it is, there's so much evidence now, so we have, you know, we have categories for each type, and, and, and there's evidence on that, and, it's not, and by the way, I have... As I, as I, I, well, as I told you, I, I'm, I have uh, lawsuits going on, and I caught the police chief of perjury, okay? So I didn't get into that, but, but uh, so anyways, I have my own evidence, but I did not put my own evidence on there. So this is a website, this is for the top stuff, you know, just the, the, the evidence that you missed the report, or, or, or by uh, PhDs, or doc, you know, doctors, medical doctors, uh, whistleblowers, things like that. So only the top stuff on this. I want people to be able to go there and, and, and send that link to their families, send that link to the, to the politicians when they contact their, their city councils or their governor or senators or private people. I want them to be able to have one link instead of, instead of having pages. Because if you make a letter too long, they're not going to read it. You know, they're gonna, they might read just one or two pages, maybe. So, 
so that way, that way they can show you they can come with a link on there. So here's the other, and that way they can go to other leisures. Uh, and um, so I want to be able to prove that this stuff's real. We have the evidence. It's, it's no longer, it's not a conspiracy anymore. It's no, it's no, it's not crazy anymore. It's really true. And also, by the way, another reason for that is that if anyone has evidence that's not on the website, then they can contact us. And we can add it to the website, you know. So, so that's what we want to do with targeting evidence. Targeting America is about empowering, and so again, it's building the foundation. And we're still going to work on FOIA's for it. FOIA's have been very instrumental in the past in uncovering information. And so we want, so we're going to have a FOIA for beginners coming up where, where someone that knows nothing about it, and of course, everyone's going to be intimidated if you don't know anything about it. So we're going to try to explain it so it's really easy and they can use a FOIA stuff. And then, and then they don't have FOIA for more advanced when they, once, once they get used to that, and then they can do that. So we want people, we want not just us, not just, not just you know, different leaders in the community, but we want everybody, you know, hundreds and thousands of people to be able to do FOIA requests and just, you know, uh, overwhelm the government. And, and sooner or later, we'll get, we'll get a break and we'll, we'll get some, some big stuff. And as well as the lawsuits, and then we have the so link real quickly. Uh, real quickly, we can set how to represent yourself. We can have that on there. We can teach everyone how to make progress and get and get discovered and get uh, and put people in the road. Okay, now I understand. Hey, Jack, can Again. I just um, ask one thing? Because I couldn't hear very well. I, I can hear almost nothing. But did you explain what a FOIA is? Oh, okay. Um, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Um, explain yeah. it. Oh, thank you. Um, a FOIA is, is a Freedom of Information Act. Um, and um, and um, um, now, now Pro was actually found out by um, uh, by you know by some different means, but the problem was FOIA requests. Also, MTL stuff. So, so a lot of things we even have on the website targeted evidence. We even have on there. Um, uh, we have um, uh, like some FOIA requests from the Department of the Army. Someone, someone did a, somebody in the year 2006. Okay, it's somebody, anybody. They did a FOIA request in the year 2006 on directing weapons for for hearing and. You know, micro, microwave weapons for hearing and microwave weapons for heating. And 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 the Department of the Army responded. Again, this is on the website. Uh, this is on the website, Targeting Evidence. Also, you can go through Targeting America. And they released all kinds of information. And they, and they admitted they admitted it's possible to use these microwave weapons on people. They didn't say they are, but they admitted they can uh, use these microwave weapons on people, and it's going to cause them to hear voices. And they also, and that's under the Voice to Skull page. And they said they also it can cause them to heat up and burn from within. And and that's that's through a FOIA request, and that's on the website. And that's just amazing. Most people don't know that, you know. And so. And so we're, that's what I'm saying. So we can, we can get amazing information through FOIA requests. Uh, it's, it's called, again, it's called the Freedom of Information Act, and Congress passed a law saying that, you know, uh, the people have the right for, for the information. And then, um, and, and so, uh, so, yeah, we want people to be able to do that. And then, and then for the more advanced people, you know, if you don't get a proper response to our lawsuit, and we'll teach people how to do that. And, and like, for instance, there, there's a, there's, there's, there's there's groups out there uh, both on the conservative side and liberal side, and I pay attention. I do pay attention to both sides. But I know, for instance, there's something. There's a group called uh, 
Judicial Watch. And Judicial Watch, all they do is, is uh, FOIA requests. And when they don't get a proper response, they file a lawsuit. That's what they do all day long. And they, they, have, they probably have 10 lawsuits at, at any one time against the federal government trying to get information. So, you know, it's... So there, there are many things that we can do as, as you know, and, and, we, and we need to get organized and start doing them. And so that's what Target America is kind of all about, is, is teaching people to use the tools that are out there and understanding that it's overwhelming, it's going to be overwhelming, so we're going to make it, you know, uh, as easy as we can for people to understand. Um, and, um, and so every, every page you get, like I said before, hopefully, Christine, on every single page, you know, I, I did, I, I submitted information and she went over it and, and she, she pushed me and asked me a question about this and, and I, I did more research then and, and I got better, even better answers. And, and uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, different discrimination acts or whether it's human rights acts or, or uh, you know, treaties or whatever it is. So we, we just got better as we looked at that, That's why the website and Karen was involved too. But I've been hoping I get a lot of it, and that's why it took us over well over a month, way longer than planned, um, because we really, as we as we worked on it, we just we kind of pushed ourselves to get better and better and better, you know, and, and really research this stuff. And we're, and we're not even done yet. We still got we have months more to go. It's it's really good. I I, I think it's yeah, really we've good. we've hardly started. It. It's, it's gonna get better. Yeah, it's gonna get better. Yeah. This sounds great, everyone. And it, then it's online right now. Is that correct? Uh, targetedamerica.com. We can go to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. We also have okay. a Twitter account, which is okay. um, Targeted America. Okay. Hey. Like, what did I tell you guys at the beginning of the show? I, I, I dig it. I, I dig it. I really do. I dig it. I, I don't mean to be superficial about it, but it's sort of in my character. I dig it. Um, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I really do. Um, Jack, I want to go ahead now. Is there anything last, wait a minute, Jack, that you want to add tonight before we move on to Karen? No, that's pretty much it. I just want to thank everyone and, and let everyone know that, um, and thank you again, and thank everyone that, um, that's involved in this. And just, you know, I want to stress again that personally, I have to send a confidence, but, but again, I. I say that with, with the understanding that I've been having for 11 years. It's been 11 years of my life. So that's just, it's, it's unbelievable that in America, that you have to deal with this, that we have to spend our time on this. It's just ridiculous. It's supposed to be a free country. But, but nevertheless, this is a position that God has put us in, and we're, we're going to get it done. We're, we're going to get it done. Yes, I'm telling you, uh, you're right about that. Everything's possible in Christ. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Karen, you're up. How are yes. you? Good hey, evening. Um, good evening again, and I thank you, too, for, uh, for your interest in uh, helping us uh, uh, get the word out that this, this new um, organization exists and that people can even just go to targetedamerica.com um, right now and show people, you know, why does this exist if I'm imagining this? So there's been all kinds of work put into the site, and there will be a whole lot more. And it in itself will make people double think as to whether they want to call us delusional or not. Exactly. I'm about tired of that crazy, you know, game. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's really patronizing. You know that? It's insulting. It is. It is. It's and, and, it, and it comes so often from people who have an education level that um, they couldn't possibly judge what crazy is. Exactly. It's almost like, Karen, we are being degraded by miscreants. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, yes, we are. Exactly. <laughs> we, you know, I mean, okay, where did they get these people in these positions? You know, daily I ask myself this. This is how, I mean, daily I ask, where do these people come from? They're so disturbed. Is there not come? They have some criminals? Okay, my, my experience being homeless, criminals in these bureaucracies? Okay, they're not that it. They're not that it. No, and I've, I've brought this up before, that uh, the average intelligence, the average IQ of a policeman, and those are usually the ones that, who are the nitwits to call you crazy, the average IQ is 104. And oh, uh, I'm God, sorry, but so they, don't have, they don't have medical uh, education. They usually don't even, they haven't gone past high school. Um, they can't possibly judge what crazy is, but they're saying to you, that is not not within my knowledge sphere. Therefore, you must be crazy, and you and you have to think to yourself, there's a whole heck of a lot not in your knowledge sphere, and that would mean that the entire world almost is crazy, and in, in you know with those types of criteria. So it is insulting. And it is insulting because also that whole uh, the crazy or you're mad goes all the way back to even ancient times. They've used that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, well, and marginalized, right? You know, you know, just, you know, then comes ostracized and torment. You know, uh, do you feel sometimes drawing the connection of that? Uh, are we living in ancient Rome? Do you, do you sometimes feel that our ancient past is paralleling our new digital future? Well, you know, I have referred to this as the 21st century dark ages, you know, because they, people have gotten so into technology that they've forgotten their humanity. You know, they live with, they live with their phone. If it could feed them and do everything else, they wouldn't have nothing to do with any of us. That's a mind control wizard. <laughs> I'm talking about they're on the street looking down at the phone. They're not even, you know, looking in the crosswalk. Yes, you're right. It, this is almost like a pacifier. You know, it the is. iPhone or the you know, Android or whatever. It's horrible. They're, they're like daytime, nighttime. You know, you can feel the slavery, servitude. It's, it's you know, they're captured by it. That's Dr. Horton who used the word captured. Okay, that's uh, that's a good analogy. It, it truly is. You know, I mean, it's oh, um, then tell, tell us what, what do you feel that getting real that you bring to your uh, baby, your creation? Of well, I want to thank Jack and Hope for you know inviting me to join. We were of the same mindset and had very similar. Uh, perceptions and goals in mind. So I do thank you for the honor of asking me to join. Um, what do I bring? Well, um, here, here's the thing. There is no, it's not any more or less horrific that I was targeted after working for the government for 20 years. I mean, it's not any worse or, or better. I am personally um, insulted and outraged that somebody 
cannot um, stay at home and raise their children without being targeted. Somebody can't go to their job as a journalist without being targeted. Somebody cannot go to their job as a bus driver and not be targeted. Somebody cannot go to their job as a CPA and not be targeted. So I'm outraged by that. But what I do bring is the fact that I did work for the National Security Agency for 28 years. And so there's a long history of service to my country. But there's also the fact that I was vetted very thoroughly before I was hired. And part of that vetting is to make sure you're not crazy and to make sure that you're not a traitor and to make sure you don't have a criminal background. And so when you present those credentials and say, you know, I worked, I was hired by the NSA, and uh, are they incompetent as far as doing background research? No, I don't think so. And then every single um, periodic test I took, you know, because you get reinvestigated every five or so years, so every time I took a psychological exam, I passed with flying colors. So when they throw the crazy uh, moniker out to to insult us, then I'm more than happy to step up and say I passed the psychological evaluation to get hired, and I passed every single consequent five-year psychological evaluation to stay. Um, and so, you know, do please try to tell me I'm crazy because I have multiple tests that say there's nothing wrong with me, and I have independent psychologists who say there's nothing wrong with me. So I'm able to throw that back in their face and say, no, the people that I'm talking about, the people that I am representing are not crazy. This is happening. And so if you're going to tell me that I'm crazy, then you're going to tell me that NSA is incompetent to evaluate the psychological fitness of people they hire and retain for almost 30 years. Now, do you really want to do that? That's true. So that's true. Um, but a lot of our agencies is top, turned upside down, um, and a lot of these Workers are, you know, they too haven't went past high school. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they, I don't feel they're vetted either. You know, a, there's a corruption going within, you know, our program as well, you know. Oh, yes. I mean, you know, uh, from, Money. The, from the stories I've gotten from people, a lot of people who are on the other side of B2K and harassing, they seem like they're incredibly uneducated. I mean, they're... You know, exactly. the, the dregs of society are attacking the very best of society, in my opinion. It is. It's like a thorough corruption. Uh, what's really going on? Is our, is our country collapsed and we just haven't gotten a memo? Or what's up? We're cash I, Yeah. Um, I think it was designed that way. I think that they were driving us into, um, they basically were driving us off the cliff in order to say, oh, we've got to take these severe measures in order to save the country. Uh, and then we would have woken up in a socialist society. It's all, it's all designed. I mean, it was designed to push us over the cliff. What you're seeing right now, whether you like or you don't like Trump, what you're seeing is a pragmatist. All right, this guy is not a Democrat. This guy is not really a Republican. But what he is, is he, he's a pragmatist. He looks at a problem and says, I can solve that. Okay, so his capability is unique, and he is bringing us back from the brink of collapse. To me, that was designed in order to take away all of our rights. To think about it, if the United States falls, then the whole rest of the world falls. And in That's fact, right. George Soros, who 
who's a dedicated New World Order person. In 2010, he was quoted as saying, for the New World Order socialist world government to succeed, we have to take out America. We have to destroy America. And that's what the plan was, was to destroy our economy, to do everything we could to push us off that cliff. It's, you know what? Uh, frightening, uh, Karen, because you brought it all home. It is. It's frightening because just to take it in for a minute, because if that happens, that yeah, they can usher in whatever they want, and we will, out, without a doubt, have no rights. They're not going to have the, that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. No, no. Further, oh, my God, it's, it's truly frightening. And yet... When all this is happening, like the days of Noah, the people are, are oblivious? Yes. Yes. That's a good analogy. It really is. Because it's starting to rain, and people haven't noticed, but we've noticed, because it's raining on us first. That's right. And then by them, you know, by them targeting us, and, and then we on our own with your activism, and we just, all of us as TIs can't help us to become, you know, uh, more awakened, more conscious of this truth. And yet we know it has even a lot of layers, you know, hidden things, occult. It, it, uh, it really does. It really does. Hot, I mean, this is, yeah. it's, it's it, this is wicked. This, this is very wicked, and I have a feeling it's very ancient almost. You know what I mean? They're so good at it. You know, I think you're right. I think you're right, because um, whether you're – spiritual or not, I, you know, do, do bear in mind that um, a lot of us think that there is spiritual warfare. Basically, we're seeing the, the spiritual warfare manifest in the physical. Mm-hmm. And so hey, the best yeah. thing, if you talk about um, um, activism, I would tell anybody who's unsure about getting out and giving flyers or unsure about doing other time, types of things, what you can do at your house is pray. Yeah, if you look into becoming a spiritual warrior, a prayer warrior, you're going to help more than you know. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. But, uh, I, without a doubt, I want this really clear on my podcast. Guys, guys, our enemy is spiritually a stronghold, a cohesive. If you don't think what, what we are fighting against does not have a high spiritual order, do not be naive. You know what I mean? You, just walk around some of them. You can feel their darkness when they approach us. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a lot going on, and we have to get spiritually, intellectually, and philosophically, uh, you know, ready. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Karen, um, with your background when you worked up uh, a part of, you know, Crime Stoppers 007, as well as Targeted uh, Justice, did you also begin to, you know, realize that this program is engulfing everyone, a raging fire. You know what I'm trying to say? At first I felt like if it was just me in this little group and they're treating me bad, but this is bigger than I think any of us can imagine. Oh, it is. I mean, the plans have been in the works for decades, you know. And um, it has been slowly enveloping the, the world, the level and depth of 
and breadth of corruption is just staggering. I mean, that in and of itself might make some people give up. But the problem is we've got to push back, and we've got to push back now because timing is absolutely critical. And the best way, of course, to push any type of wall or boundary when it's already fractured. Fractured meaning, uh, guys, look at our, even in our news, they don't completely keep us in the dark. Uh, riots, pestilence, anarchy. Um, it's not a beautiful world anymore, what, what it used to really look like. No, it's not. It's the darkness enveloping the world. You know, and yes, we've got to wake up now. It, it is. I mean, it's so dark here, and it just feels like Count Dracula. It's just like his hand is all over us. Ew. It's vampirish, engulfing. Predatory. That's that's a good and yes, that's a good analogy. I mean, I basically have said that we're living in a predator prey society, and that's not civilization. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. Um, I don't know what people want to say when the fire will break. It's already smoldering, quite frankly. <laughs> and, and none of them get... Okay. Exactly right. But I do think we have a grace period. I do think we have a grace period depending on our spirituality and our prayer, uh, our prayer warriors. And like I said, if people don't know what to do, um, one of my favorite pastors is Charles Stanley, and he said, basically, you get on your knees to get your marching orders. You know, well, you get on your knees, you pray, and then you get your instructions, and God tells you what, what to do. So yes, there's people who have no idea what to do, get on your knees and get your marching orders. I'm not lying. Okay. Call his name, everyone. Elohim, he called his name, because uh, I can't stress it enough, and future podcasts, well, as you can tell, Karen, I might have to go jump to another <laughs> venue, um, but we're still, we're still going to continue. Hey, what can I say? Uh, it, Karen, how do you feel this correlates, because I also feel a lot of not only spiritual, the darkness, but what about even like a lot of issues during the civil rights, or for, even take it back further, reconstruction. It's like it's paralleling injustices, prior past injustices. Do you see that? Oh, yes. I've seen it for a long time. I said, you know, we keep having to fight for our freedoms in various forms. I mean, in this, uh, maybe in one period of time, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's black people. In another period of time, it's, it's women. In another period of time, they've decided that anybody, you know, and, and now they've decided anybody with any type of integrity is a problem. So it's, it's astonishing to me that we have to relearn the lessons over and over and over and over that God did create every human being equal. You know, that's... Uh, it's up to us to keep it that way, and that if he didn't love and cherish and value each and every type of person he created, he wouldn't cre- he wouldn't have created the diversity that he did. He loved every single person. There's something about each person and each type of person that he adores. And people have said, listen, if there were one person on the entire earth who was not saved and was in danger of going to hell, he still would have sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for that one person. That is how much he loves each individual. So we all have value. 
period. But we have to keep learning that because there are others who decide that you're not quite as equal because, you know, maybe your, your little finger is too long or something absolutely ridiculous. So we have to keep learning that lesson and we have to keep looking back and telling people no, you know, we're creating it all and we're claiming that equality and we're retaining it. You know what, Karen, even tonight, whatever's going on, I, I, I feel it. I feel you. Karen, do you feel without a doubt your anchored spirituality is solidly moving you, guiding you through targeted America and what decisions you hope and Jack will make? I think so. I really think so. I mean, this is, you know, this wouldn't succeed. This would not go forward without... Um, our spirituality and are basically asking God for help. I mean, I've written several flyers and letters and things like that. And before I do, I'll sit down and say, please guide my words. You know, please make them effective. Please make them accurate. And I've talked to other people who do the same thing before they sit down and write any type of flyer or letter. And they'll say, please guide my words. My God, you know. And do you feel like... I don't know, just through the breath of God, uh, when he in, when the Holy Spirit enters, it just, you know, do you feel your moves, your choices, uh, fortuitively, the whole approach about targeted America is just kind of, I don't know, writing itself for you as you go through this journey? Uh, well, you know, when you pray, the doors get opened, and the doors that are supposed to be open, get open, and the doors that are supposed to be closed, get closed. And so you just have to trust, you know, the prayers open the correct pathway. And then take them when they present themselves. Yeah, and, you know, it sounds, you know, without a doubt, an awesome, like, space to be. You know what I'm trying to say? Because in a lot of ways, you, you have a protector. You know what I mean? So we, you can just, you know, your ideals, your visions will just come at ease. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Well, well, I mean, well, a lot of people have, in war, they've said, God is on our side. And that's not, that's not the issue. The issue is, are you on God's side? You have to make sure that where you're standing. That's true. And you know what? It's really hard. I know I struggle. You know, the obedience factor. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Mm-hmm. And what we're going through. Do you see that? It is. It's hard uh, to have patience. Yes, it is. I mean, it's hard to be human, you know? I felt like I could do so much more if I didn't have all these heavies on me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this basically pushes your endurance to its absolute limit. I mean, this is a a unique time in history like no other and probably never again, you know? Oh, my God. Do you feel that about here where we are? Are we in the end times, Karen? Do you feel that way? I think I think we're on the precipice. And what I think is going on, um, I've listened to several modern-day prophets, and um, what I think is going on is that we should have been raptured and been into the tribulation period, but God took basically assessed his church as not being ready. And he saw that if he raptured the world, that very few would come. So many have been caught up in the hypocritical church and the spiritually dead church um, that they are not ready. So what I think he's done is he... Did you say... Wait a minute, Karen. Did you say something about the church is... is, It's in... uh, 
of emergency care? Because I know a preacher first said it's on life support. Um, if you look at the book of Revelation, and you will see seven churches that are um, basically showcased. These are real churches, but there certainly were a lot more churches that the disciples um, wrote letters to than just seven. So why were these seven churches picked to be put in the book of Revelation? And if you look at it, you find that each of the churches represents an age of the church, and that's why they were chosen to be put in the book of Revelation. There are three churches that are at the very end of the book of Revelation. One of the church, one of the churches is the Church of Philadelphia, and the other two, I forget their names, and so I do apologize. But those three churches, instead of coming one after each other, they were started at different times, but they coexist right now. And what we're looking at, in the Christian church all over the world, there are three different types of this Christian church. One is the Church of Philadelphia, which means that that church people in that type of church, because there is no Church of Philadelphia, um, but the people who are in that type of church, the church that is close to God and is um, fulfilling what the scriptures tell them to do, those people are close to God and they are ready to be raptured. But the other two types of churches, one is the hypocritical church, where they say, oh, sure, you can go out and sleep with 10 people and it's no problem to God. Well, that, that's a lie. And then there's another type of church that is spiritually dead. So we are looking to gather people from those churches into a, a type of church in Philadelphia so that we are spiritually ready. But we're pushing back now because we've developed us and doomed us. But I think God heard the prayers of the people from a type of church in Philadelphia, the people who are still in touch God. And he said, I will push this back for the sake of those people. I will push back this I will push back their timetable and I will send my spirit to the earth and I will gather so many more people. You know, this is going to we're going to see a time harvest in the future because he is pushing this evil back. He is in giving us the capability to do it. He's giving us the people to do it. He's giving us the knowledge to do it. He, he has given us a president to do it, whether you like Trump or not. Trump is rough around the edges, but I have likened him to Lincoln. Lincoln went into the office of president as a moderate Christian. By the time he, unfortunately, was assassinated, he was a very strong Christian because of the Civil War and because of what needed from him to handle he was trying to save the nation. And we've got somebody in the presidency who was put there. His pathway was cleared because I think, and, and I agree with some of the prophets, he was uniquely qualified to take a look at the United States and say, the economy is broken and all these other things are broken. I can fix them. Because he's not a politician. Because he's a businessman and a pragmatist. You know, and if you don't like him, then I suggest that you pray that he become more and more God. You know, because God can change whoever is in the office for our purpose. But I think he's made a good start. You know, well, um, I think he has. Um, he's done, he certainly has shaken things up. I will say that much. Without a doubt, he's shaken things up. And he's decisive, in my opinion. He sees what he wants to do moves to what he wants to do and moves. You know, he's not sitting in a whole bunch of meetings and stuff now. And that in itself personally is refreshing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's, I dig it. Karen, do you feel like 
with, like you just said one point, by the end of the year, you're going to hear from more people because what you, Jack, and Hope are doing is realizing a lot of Americans, uh, more than likely, there's a lot of marginalized Americans out there. They just don't know that they're being targeted. Well, that's very possible. That's very possible. But look at, the, look at the number of people who are waking up. I mean, one of the leaders who's coming to the forefront is Candace Owens, and I just love her. She's just taking, um, you know, she's, she's saying, you know, this has been done, this has been done, and this is not right, and we're not standing for it anymore. And so God is raising a lot of leaders, you know, in various, in various areas, and I think all for the same purpose eventually. So uh, basically, it's a separation of the wheat and tares, isn't it? You know what I mean? Everybody's claiming those that claim him. I've seen that too. I, that's what I think too. Because I mean, look at the fact that there are people who come to your door with a with a badge, and they say, "Hey, we think that Jim Brown is a pedophile. We don't have any proof. We don't have any witnesses. But you know what? We're going to pay you to go over and slip his tires every Tuesday morning. Now, who's going to do that?" You know, exactly. only immoral people, only not particularly bright people, they'll look at the money and say, sure, I'll do whatever it is, as long as the government says you're protected from prosecution. Well, first and foremost, you're not protected from prosecution, because that's breaking the law. And any time you break the law, you can be prosecuted, no matter what these people with the money and the badges tell you. So, yeah, they they actually are separating wheat and tares, because they're they're creating an army of sociopaths who are glad to be rid of if and if and when they get arrested and uh, there are signs there's possibly military that will go out and start arresting some of these people and when we get to a certain point. So I'm I'm hoping that, that actually does work out. Oh I I Karen, I thought pray, absolutely, because I think it will work out. This can no longer be tolerated. It shouldn't have even no. started. This is unacceptable. No, you're right. This is seditious. Yeah, this is seditious. You do not, I mean, what's going on is the DHS and then the FBI created fusion centers. And the fusion centers are leading the attack on innocent Americans for show. I mean, first and foremost, they're, they're saying there are, you know, who knows, you know, five million terrorists when there's maybe three. And so they're not going to get paid to have a nationwide network to watch three people. And, you know, I'm exaggerating, but, but you know, for, for purpose. Um, so they throw all these innocent people on the terrorist watch list to say, oh, we have quite the danger. We need more money. We need more expansion. We need more power. We need more people. Well, that's a lie. Because what they're doing is that they're creating a apparatus to watch each and every American and to punish us if we have the wrong thought. Are we living in 1984 or what? Because, you know what I mean? It's it's almost to to have your rights, want to voice truth or just your own autonomous, you know, free citizen. It's like you're a criminal now. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was written just a little early. He, <laughs> he was a few decades off, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's what we were going for. You know, I mean, look at the police. I mean, in, 1980, in the book 1984, one mm-hmm. of the ironies was that firemen were sent out to burn books. Firemen were sent out to, to create fire. Well, what do we have now? We've got police who, are set, they, who set out to create crimes and pin them on you. 
Oh, yes, yes and this great um, type of, of ideal, you know. And, and they know also crime is profitable, as I learned uh, living homeless yes. in the South Central. They, they, the neighborhood always knew they want to pinch you for anything because that's overtime for cops. Money. Money gets mm-hmm. funneled into them. For harassing us. Mm-hmm. They're making money. Yeah. So hey, cool. you know, can I jump in here for a second? This is Hope. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to mention, it's a little aside, but it fits in with what you guys were talking about. You can find articles about um, USA, I believe, USA News last week um, published a list of something like, I don't know the exact number, so don't quote me, but let's say 40,000 um, uh, police officers that uh, were they lost their jobs for their crimes. And then over the past year, from January to present, California has opened up the book on police misconduct files. So um, these things are happening in conjunction with the things that we're doing. So there's like this push and pull between um, hiding, surveilling, torturing, and then disclosing, you know, like laying records open, et cetera. So it, it is absolutely a battle of uh, good and evil, and it's going on in many parts of society with us. We're not alone. You know what? You have, thank you, Hope. You're absolutely right. We're not alone. Um, I, I just want any of you can answer my question. What comes next? Uh, what Hope just reiterated is, you know what? Is this whole like labyrinth of a program? Should our strategy, which I think we're already making moves on that, is as being targets, reach out to one another, create a cohesive, and then the next thing is what you guys have established, targeted America, reach out, period, to Americans. I, I believe there's a lot of marginalized groups that are, in fact, being targeted, maybe not like us, but nonetheless targeted, and they just don't know, and we're not talking to each other. I think, it's, I think there's way more targets than we can ever imagine. And one big group being journalists. <laughs> yes. That's what a, all a huge you part of it. Out. Anything, because I, I think Karen was the last to say, I mean, come on, anybody that wants to, journalists, you know, want to give credible truth, they're punished. Uh, people that want to gain spiritual, true spiritual knowledge and truth, we're punished at every vector, medical, definitely in the courts, law enforcement. I mean, I thought they were oath keepers. I thought they, you know, wore their badge or something, an oath or something, you know. Right, right. Well, I mean, you're, you're correct in that police and nurses and anybody who's trying to keep standards are getting targeted. Mm-hmm. Or, or public time. And, yeah. and whistleblowers. Whistleblowers are a huge, huge whistleblowers, percentage yeah. of targeted people. Yes. Well, you know, I, it's, I believe it's almost like what's going on is the government is trying to get the message across to all the American people. Yes, you have rights, but they're on paper. And if you dare try to use your rights, we will destroy you. So go ahead and pretend. We're going to say that you have rights, or you say that you have rights. But if you use them, we'll destroy you. So that's the message they're trying to get across, I think. And we'll torture you for the rest of your life. Right. 
Go. Because yeah, right. they don't admit what's going on, by word of mouth, the news will get out. And people will say, you better not do that. You can't. You, yes, you have a right to sue, but if you do, you've ruined your life, so don't do it. So they keep the pretense of free America and without oh. the substance. Great. Well put, Karen. Well put. The pretense, yes. And, and we're, we're freedom fighters. It's the craziest thing. None of us knew we were called to do this, right? I mean, I didn't know I was called to be a freedom fighter. Uh, did you, do you think you, um, wait a minute, let me get this right. Did you become a freedom fighter when you guys are joined for Target America? Uh, no, I, maybe I'm not even using the term right. I'm fighting for freedom. I, I mean, I, I find this is, a, this is a spiritual and kind of actual war. Um, it is, I it is not, a war. And I did not ever see myself as, preparing I went I got an MBA you know like I didn't prepare to be mm-hmm. in a war I didn't go for religious education I didn't um, join the military no I went to business school so this is the last path that I would have seen myself going down but this is the proudest path for sure because I know what I'm doing is for good there's no way that you can question that this is a fight to save America and really save the world on a level that most Americans and most people in the world don't even know exists because it is like the matrix. Um, but, you know, I know Jack expresses this idea that um, God chose him to be in this fight, and I kind of feel that way too. It's not something I ever saw myself being involved with, but here I am, and I'm rising to the call. And I think everyone can do it. If you're sitting at home and you're alone and you feel isolated and scared, go out and meet someone. Try to attend an event somewhere. I know it's hard financially. Um, but just try to make connections. Call, call other people when you're feeling down and you'll help both of you. Because we right. can win this, absolutely. Lauren. Lauren. Yes. Hi, it's yeah. Cindy in Sacramento. Um, when will can I say something? Because I'm just boiling over here, listening to the the panel uh, and what the last okay. lady said. I, I don't know how. You, excuse me, I'm still in an interview mode. I don't know how you were able to come in on my oh, call. Okay. I it. Other people that James Linko came in, so I would wonder if I would speak. I'm in the middle of the interview. Yes, do you have an announcement for us? Oh, 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 no, I wanted to respond, and I didn't know when the question Q&A would be. I'm not on Q&A right now. I'm in the middle of an interview. Okay, I heard somebody else Q&A, so I, my apologies. Okay. We're not in questions and answers mode. I'm sorry for the interruption. I'm going to check that out and find out how I'm interrupted. I don't uh, care for that. Hope, let's get back on uh, track. Um, with one other question that was on my mind, um, again, you said at one point um, that uh, you said at one point we left off with um, I got jumbled for a second. Excuse me. You said that the COINTELPRO aspect. That's credible evidence. Maybe I want to keep making sure I understand that. 
as well as the new technologies in which they're using on us, do you find that it's harder to find the evidence on the new technology? The new technology uh, in some regards is really easy to find um, because it started oh, it um, being developed in the 1930s, really. But by the time it made it to the States, it was like the 70s and 80s. Um, so you can find research related to electromagnetic effects on humans. Um, and at various times you can see, oh, you know, we need electromagnetic weapons, but we don't, you know, oh, that doesn't exist. I mean, it, it's kind of peaks and whatever I'm trying to say, peaks and valleys. Um, but there's a ton of evidence now because, for instance, uh, just two or three weeks ago, President Trump made an executive order telling DHS, um, Department of Energy, um, I've forgotten who else, but there were at least three um, agencies that they needed to secure, they need to make sure that all their systems were secure from electromagnetic attacks. Um, that's not the kind of stuff that's hitting us, but it is in the same spectrum, right? It's electromagnetic. We have stuff that's not going to kill us, but, um, you know, they're, they need to be protecting stuff that at much larger um, force levels can destroy whole, uh, what's the word I want, you know, like electrical systems and stuff like that. So, so they want to harden the, um, the important systems from electromagnetic attacks, and they're asking for money for electromagnetic weapons, and we've got articles like that. I don't have them in the database yet. Um, so there is a lot of evidence that this stuff is out there. Um, and it's a matter of collecting them. You know, we, we're asking people, if you've got really good source material, send them to us, and we'll try to put it on the website. Um, but, yes, it's, it's not that hard to find evidence that the electromagnetic uh, weapons exist it's harder to find the ones that specifically are targeting us. Although we know of websites where you can buy stuff. So, however, I'm not going to publish that. Okay. So it is interesting that the government on one hand says these things don't exist, so we can't help you, you must be crazy. And then the, on the other hand, they publish things saying, oh, we can do this. We can hack into the mind and we can, you know, kill somebody from a football field away. So they're speaking with forked tongues, you know, and on the one hand, they're bragging about it. And on the other hand, they're denying it, oh, but it doesn't pertain to you. So that's baloney. That's not going to stand. I don't think it is either. I don't think it is either. Well, the um, truth always out. Okay, that's the thing. We we know the truth eventually comes out. So all these people who are participating in these sneaky little activities um, and think they're getting away with stuff, the truth always comes out. And we're on the side of truth. So therefore, we're on the right side. And we will prevail. And I think the community, you know, I, I want to give them a shot of hope to say, just do little things to get more involved. Have, have hope that things are going to change. Look at history and see what has been revealed over the years. 
you know, possibly it won't be in our lifetime, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be happening soon because so much is being revealed now. And, and the government's actually telling everybody they want money for electromagnetic weapons and laser weapons and stuff like that. So when they go asking and they make it public and it's in the uh, public well-regarded yeah. presses and it's their document, it's pretty hard to, to hide. Also, another interesting thing is, um, now I don't remember the specifics of it, but Elizabeth Warren wants to look into what private security companies are um, behind uh, invasion of privacy of family members related to stuff going down at the border. So if there's a committee open to look at what these private companies are doing, it's not going to just be one company. I think you'll be finding there are more companies that are going to start to be revealed for their activities. And we know that there's a lot of private public money getting uh, public money getting sent over to private sectors to carry out this stuff and to, um, you know, traumatize and torture us. So, yes, you know, it's like, it's like peeling the edge back. On, on the envelope, and pretty soon, if you keep peeling and peeling, the, you're going to be able to tear the whole envelope open. So people should be hopeful about it. Yes, they should be, because, uh, you know, a lot of the factions against us at the end of the night, Hope, is it's really about money. It's, it's, you yeah. know, disgusting as that sounds, you're trafficking. It's about money, money, you know. I totally agree. I mean that's some that's why some of these municipalities don't want to hear it. I mean think about the fact that they basically have money given over to low life of society and those same people who might be uh, coming to your house and burglarizing you are now targeting the targeted individuals. So the people in the municipality are happy because it looks like the police are doing a better job when all they're doing is that they're targeting the criminals to hit only certain people and then when the certain people complain about it they deny it's happening so it makes right and they won't take um, reports so they'll take everybody else's report but they won't take yours oh yeah i was denied every yeah so there's impetus for them to pretend that you're crazy and nothing's happening and again, one more time, you guys, about that crazy shit. That bugs me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, they go under a cloak of, of that title alone. You know what I mean? And then people treat you all odd and weird when they think you're crazy. It's very dehumanizing. I have falsified medical it is. records. But that it really, it, that's the part, that's my pet peeve. That is my pet peeve. Uh, but I hate all of it. Uh, do you feel that if, you know, when your website and you guys are going to start getting data, do you really um, feel that all of a sudden it would be wonderful if that ring connects to that there's way, way more targeted Americans than we can even fathom? I think there's a lot of us out there, just different ways. This is about control, slavery. Yeah, it is. I, I think we'll all be shocked when we figure it out when we figure out what all is going on because it's so interwoven. It, 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 you know, what? it's like layer upon layer of slime corruption. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it involves the, the Department of um, or HUD, Housing and Urban Development. I'm sure it involves HUD, 
I'm sure oh, yeah. all of the agencies. And so it and involves all the agencies. Basically, on some level, involves all of us. And, you know, I know my police force is targeting me. I know that my fire, uh, I go drive by my local fire house and they bright, bright me, excuse me. They do it repeatedly. So I know that my own, you know, uh, township government is targeting me. It's very, very interwoven. And I think we'll find out that there are a lot of people who didn't know they were targeting Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, because they can make your life pretty miserable. They put minister. all this money into just little old me. They have all these vehicles. <laughs> From my from my township, follow me around and harass me. So there's got to be a lot of other ones. Oh yes, oh yes. This is, this is. I'm telling you, the whole program is a is a, is a labyrinth. Okay, just just a lot mm -hmm. of tentacles. You've got or you got a lot, we have a lot of functions against us externally. Come on, I mean the matrix. We've got law. You know, we've got courts against us. You know, social services, medical, medical. That's right, legal. You know, human, grossly human rights violations, yet no organizations or advocates to come to our need. You know what I'm saying? They're so captured. Interesting. I have an article in the, in the news section that talks about how um, this was revealed in a lawsuit by, I don't know if this is the real name, but let's call it the Center for American Islamic Relations. They sued the government over the watch list. They said that there are these innocent people that their lives have been ruined by being put on some kind of watch list, they can't, you know, like they can't do anything normal. So I don't know if they're also being gangstalked in the way that we are. But they made them reveal that um, DHS gives hospitals and universities. There's like, I want to say, four thousand. I don't know if my number is right, but let's say four thousand universities and hospitals um, have their their watch list information. So now it's not just, uh, you know, the government. Now it's hospitals. So you've been with all kinds of organizations. Huh? Yeah, it's all kinds of organizations that the government is giving the names of people on the watch list to. And they don't have any business knowing that, even if it were real, much less the fake watch list is what I call it. Because I think they said overall there's like 144,000 entities that the government shares the watch list with, with including maybe um, uh, humane shelters for Pete's sake, you know? Very scary. Telling everyone but you. And right, then, exactly. Like the whole world around you. Probably they even tell my kids school. I mean, I have no idea. It's it's very crazy though because like the treatment I get, I had I've had a teacher at my son's school bright me all the way to the parking lot, um, like flashing her lights at me, and I guess she thought I wouldn't know who she was, so I managed to park right next to her, and I just stared her down until she had to get out of her car to go to class, and now I know who she is. But, like, if she's doing that, where is she getting that information from? Is it the school? I don't know. All these cars brighten me over there by the school. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's really unbelievable. But this stuff is going to get exposed in these people. Like, okay, when Stasi, when, when um, the wall, wall came to the United, mm -hmm. and what they decided to do uh, 
in East Germany about the Stasi situation, which was a secret police that made so many people's lives complete hell, they decided that they would open up the records to the people who had been um, stalked. Victimized. And it mm-hmm. turned out like a very surprisingly large percentage of the population were collaborators with Stasi. And so all the neighbors that had uh, been, you know, turning like spying on their neighbors their identity was revealed to the neighbors and there was a lot of uh, shame and kind of like angst amongst all the collaborators afterwards because they were they were outed maybe everybody couldn't go in but if you go in and you find out that your neighbor did it and then you tell everyone you know that neighbor was on the collaborator list all the tables turn. This is going to happen in America, too. This will happen in America. And these things are going to be revealed. Yeah. Did they get reparations from the Stasi? Did Germany have to give them some money, the victims? You know, I don't remember about that. I did some reading, and I don't remember about reparations. But they did have their files open to them. Good. But, you know, because this is yeah, yeah. the tables. I can't wait for the tables to turn. This is this is whole yeah, the tables will turn. The way it works. The tables will turn. Yeah, let me uh, point out that there are. I'm sorry. Point out that there are three island prisons that the United States owns. One is, of course, Gitmo. The other is Diego Garcia in the Indian Ocean, and the third one I think is an atoll somewhere in the Pacific, but I'm not sure. But all three of those high security prisons have been refurbished and they're being got, gotten ready for um, basically high profile prisoners. And there's no way you go to Gitmo or Diego Garcia or another island prison, there's no way you're ever getting out. You're not swimming to shore, you know. So these are long-term upgrades that they expect to have a lot of people in these prisons for the rest of their lives. I mean, some of them are getting uh, hospice um, improvement that can take care of people in their 70s, 80s, 90s that are dying, okay? And I do believe that the FEMA camps will be put into effect for the guys, for the bad guys who thought they'd put us there. I do think the tables are turning. And there was a there was an advertisement on Instagram where it says, join us, you know, we're an army of, of civilians basically protecting the nation and they claim to be between uh, you know about four million or six million so i'm thinking those may be the gang stalkers we may have as many as four to six million gang stalkers in the united states so the only place to put them would be fema camps because frankly there's no room for them in our prisons now trump did sign some uh um, new laws into place to try to reform the prisons to get people out who don't belong there you know, just because somebody smoked a marijuana joint, they should be there for a year? I don't think so. So I know. He was very real about that. that. I want you, I, well, again, I want to reiterate what you just said, Karen. Everybody listening to my voice, President Trump has turned some things upside down. I'm not lying about that, guys. He brought in executive orders a year ago about trafficking. He is trying to, you know... Do something. He hasn't had that in a long, long, long time. I'm going to rate long time. 
So uh, Karen, he is trying to make some change, but I hate also, and I hate that no one's working with him enough. You know what I mean? You know, they're not, I'm not in agreement with everything that he does. You know, I'm very keen on keeping the environment pristine and trying to protect it as much possible and some of the stuff he's doing is not as protective as I would like it but I would tell people who get impatient they say well he's been there for almost an entire term what has he done well guess what he's had to reform the prison he's had to upgrade some of these high um, high security prisons he's had to reform some of the laws I mean there's a whole foundational approach that he's had to take in order to get to the point where he can act decisively and I think in the next few weeks or months we're going to see some high-profile people getting uh, arrested. I think we're going to finally see the fruition of a lot of the stuff he's been doing behind the scenes. Um, like I said, he had to make sure that the laws were in place and everything was so that these people couldn't get off in a technicality. And a lot of these people are going to be arrested by the military and they're going to be tried in military tribunals. Why? Because what they're doing is treason. So he had to make sure the... Um, manual for courts martial reflected that and that the, it allowed military to go and arrest civilians for treason because you don't want these people tried in the justice system that is so corrupt that you can buy the outcome that you want and he has already replaced 51 federal judges 51 okay well, he's had to revamp the whole system it's like taking a, an old-fashioned gun and saying well there are wolves coming so i have to shoot them and the gun doesn't work He's had to take it apart and put it back together so that it works, so that he can shoot them, you know, the wolves, uh, so to speak. So he's had all kinds of foundational um, work to do in the last three and a half years, you know. But it's what we're getting, we're getting there. He has implemented a lot. A lot of money has been allocated, again, guys, for trafficking. He's uh, working on that uh, definitely with those kids and CPS, not trying to get them removed from their mothers. Uh, what can I say? He has made moves, and I will say it. We haven't had anyone in that position for a long, long, long time that has. You know what I mean? Exactly. It was meetings. That's how I really feel. I didn't see a whole, I didn't, you know, this Angeles was not as long as his. You know what I'm saying? It is not. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, he decided to move, and, he, and, and was given a, na- a, a hammer and a nail. And said, "Fix it, you know." So exactly, I can't. You guys feel about this? You can't ever take away toil or work. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? He has made some decisions, and he followed through. Okay. Yes. So that's really what I feel. Well, we're gonna um, keep it to close. If you guys can stay just for a brief time for questions and answers, and this is my moment to thank the three of you for joining us tonight and I really hope to have you back on on another venue. I don't like the interruptions and the weirdness, but we're gonna we're doing this thing regardless. You know, we're doing this thing regardless. We have a lot of factions which I think all of you have experienced externally and internally and that even means communication. They'll mess up, you know, the web for you, talk to you tonight, it weird interruptions. Um and I know we're not supposed to distrust internally, but what I'll always say is, uh, yes, there are strangers among us, even in our community. Just be careful. That's how I really feel about that. So I mm-hmm. hope by the end of the summer, 
Karen, Hope, Jack, I really would love to have you back on, and I'll definitely will be on a new forum. And uh, sounds good. Well, we we love that. I mean, how do you, how do the three of you feel about that? Sure, absolutely. I think that would be great. You know, hopefully, we'll have made huge progress. We just started that website, so it's only been two months, really, of working on it, and it should be very. Uh, much expanded um, by then. Less than 90 days. So, yeah, you got to to Mohill. I mean, you've got a lot. This sounds yeah. extremely promising. You know what I mean? Yeah, and let me. Yes, yes. We're excited. If I, if I could, let me, right, if I could, let me quote Babe Ruth. I quoted him before. I'll quote him again. Babe Ruth quoted, You just can't beat the person that never gives up. That's attributed to Babe Ruth. And so when we don't get, they're never going to beat us if we don't give up. And that's so true, right? If you don't give up, if you don't lay down and just say, okay, then they'll never beat us. So keep fighting. And by the way, because, and this is why I feel confident, because, because, if he were in North Korea or the old Soviet Union or Iran, all right, that might be a challenge, right? I mean, you know, but, but we're not. This is America. It's a moment It's so real that we're even talking about it. But I know we have to. It's, and what we call purple listening, they should know it's just, it's just a matter of time. And, and right now, we're just trying to get their names. So we want their names, you know. And, and, you know, we... Our goal is to make sure this doesn't happen again in 25, 50, 100 years. And the only way to do that is to make sure everything is out, the whole thing. And, 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 um, and, and so for those for those that think this is the game that's going to go on, they're, they're criminals, they're thugs, they're just scum of society. You know, and, and, and they're going to be exposed. What is this? And by the way, yeah, the NSA has the information. They use their cell phones or whatever else. The NSA owns them, basically, right? Because, you know, that's how they it says the NSA has the evidence on it, you know? I mean, they've given, they've given up their recovery. It's unbelievable. But that, that was their choice. I agree, yeah. Well, anyway, I just have all the confidence in the world. But it's, 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 it's real. It's, it's, it's very real. That these are just, you know, this is what they've done. And we have to deal with it. We're not, and we are. And, and, yeah. and by the way, when I, when I, quote, when I, when I say give me liberty or give me death, you know, that was, that's, that's a quote from uh, Patrick Henry. Uh, I think it was March 23, 1775. And less than a month later, the country went to war against the British. You know, and that was a quote. He said, I know not what others might do, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And, 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 and uh, they all cheered. And that's the way it is now for us. You know, so what I'm saying is that was over 200 years ago. I'm not the first person to feel this way, obviously. It's been around for a long time, but the mentality. And we're going to get our freedom or we're going to die, one or the other, but we're going to fight. And, and by the way, it's so much worse now. The British, the British didn't do that. Then. They didn't do anything like what they're doing now. The, the British never violated their minds. The British never violated their bodies. It's so much worse now than what the British did, and they went to war. This country, the United States, involved in the economy, is it's the worst country in the world doing it. It's not the country. We love our country. It's the people. These people are the worst government in the world. You know? And so, anyway, so it's just a matter of time. But yet, so it's, yeah, it's worse than the British. It's worse than the British. I mean, think about it. And, and by the way, if you, don't, if, you, if you don't believe me, check out the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence is a nice opening paragraph. Nice closing paragraph. And right in the middle, it's like bullet points almost. It's 27 bullet points. Some, some of them have bullet points. Some are indented. But there's 27 reasons 
that we wrote to the world why we're going to war against the British. And, and you know, we can do the same thing as CIs. And, and, uh, and I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, it's way worse now. And I talk to other, I talk to scholars about this, and they've agreed it's worse now. It's, it's worse now. So anyway, it's just a matter of time. And it, it's because of good people like all of us uh, at the CI rally and, and, you know, and all the organizations we're fighting. It's just gonna, it's just gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But we gotta fight it for is. it. Unfortunately, we gotta fight for it. So that's just how it is. That's how it is. It is, but it's promised to us because we've already claimed it. I can feel it. It is right. Well, um, give me a few Hello. minutes now. Hello. Uh, can I? Can I? Now. I'm still in. Okay. Everyone, right now. I'm sorry again for the interruptions. I will begin on another platform. Uh, let me reiterate this. When I'm in interview or personal commentary mode, I don't interact with the audience. When I open you up, I go between chat and phone uh, to my panel guests of Targeted America and listeners tonight. I truly apologize for all the uh, interruptions. Please be patient with me, and I will launch off to a completely independent venue. I can no longer associate myself, you know, with many factions internally now, as well as externally. In this program, we learned that decisions, no matter how hard they may be, must be made. Uh, Karen, uh, Jack, and Hope, um, we're going to just take a one to two minute little break and if you both are all three of you are open we can have a brief q a and close out sure. this evening's podcast how do you feel about that that's fine absolutely that's fine okay thank you guys just take a, a one or two minute break uh callers that are mm-hmm. listening and chat room if you have um any questions or comments go ahead and star six in alphabetical order C A. Uh, does come before CH. <laughs> so that would be callers first, and I go between callers and chatters. That's what I was getting at. So everybody relax uh, just for uh, a minute or so, and then we're going to go right into Q&A. Again, callers, go ahead and star six. So I will, uh, your, it raises your hand, and we can do some Q&A. In the meantime, uh, let's get into this real quick call, short commentary. homeless. We're in a 90-day crisis shelter. California was not what I expected. Plans with relatives fell through. I had some savings, but it's very expensive. I don't know how the bureaucracy blacklisted my sister and I. We went from the valley to South Central in a very, very bad neighborhood. Most of the women are prior felons, drug abuse, addiction, separated from children. Oh, it has a magical moment. Kids playing, noise, ice cream truck, street food. But at night, it was as if a dark hand of selling, pandering. 
I went to go to Taco and Gina, one of the girls that lived in the house. Gina that walked so erect like a queen. Her. But a car, they know she didn't have one. You hear rumors in the house. Many of the women have to meet their caseworkers to exchange papers. Hers was to get her seven-year-old girl back. They don't even hide their actions in a car. It was under the streetlight. I could see them. In the meantime, homelessness is a business, a racket. If you went through too many programs, you walk the streets of Los Angeles. Filthy. Disparity. So much darkness. Join me Wednesday as we begin to explore the corruption and racket of homelessness, another form of trafficking. Let's go back on the other side tonight with the panel of Targeted America. Karen, Jack, and Hope. If you have questions, star six. Hey, we're back. And... Next up is 612. You are. Go ahead, 612. Okay. 612, you are up, 612. We can hear you now. Go ahead. Okay. Um, it's actually star two, not star six, if people are wondering. But um, I was talking with a law professor at Rutgers University, and he thinks I have a solid case, not only that, it's. Um, going across state lines, which deals with the RICO Act. And it deals with how many of us are being taken right now on the false 72-hour hold under false charges. We're not allowed to call witnesses. We're not allowed to submit evidence. Generally, we're forced drugs before the hearing. And this is all done in secret. And this is kind of the um, military tribunals that are coming up. It's for us. It's not necessarily for these bad guys. This is being done now. And one of the whistleblower aspects that I'm looking at is I'm a whistleblower. And some of the people that were in, one in particular, one gentleman that was in there, he was part of the government's genocide program in Afghanistan where they were rounding up men, women, and children, blowing a hole in their head and throwing them in trenches. And he said there were eight fully operational um, camps in this country where we were eliminating essentially homeless. And we've been doing that for many years. And so I'd say that the rapture is now happening, what it is in the Bible, where it's just like um, one will be taken, one will be left. One will be taken, one will be left. You know, watch and pray lest you be taken. You don't want to be taken. Uh, we're, we're in the middle of it. The only thing that I'm missing right now is um, how I can get tested for chips for proving this because there can be like dozens of charges on these two hospitals and this also looks like it's into child trafficking. How do we go about getting um, checked for chips? Is there any organization within your, anyone within your organization, I should say, that can help with this? Thank you. Okay. Uh, 
Anyone from the uh, panel uh, would like to respond? Uh, Jack, are you there? Uh, Jack? You might have his mute. Hello? Hi, Jack, are okay. you on the air? Jack? If he's not, um, I can speak to this a little bit. Um, I know okay. Okay, uh, caller 612, this is Hope, the panel. Mm -hmm. Okay, hi, yeah, this is Hope. I didn't know if Jack came on because, again, I'm having this very weird uh, interference. Um, so I know that in the community um, through PACT, they're looking at um, different ways to enable us to get scanning or do scanning ourselves. Um, it's a very expensive proposition if you're, for instance, doing it yourself and you buy a, um, a scanner and you have to know what you're looking for. I mean, like signals experts know how to do this stuff. Um, and you can rent machines. Um, and then I believe there are a couple people that you can go to, people who have done it in the past, um, doing the scanning are not doing it presently. Um, the way it worked, for instance, with one of them, she's a, she's a private detective. She would sometimes go to a location and there would be multiple TIs and she would read them there or they would come out to her business. Um, but there, there aren't a lot of people doing this kind of work. So that's one of the things that we're, um, you know, looking into the community to try to figure out what is going on with that. But again, we've only been around for two months. so. Um, oh, that's just. Oh, I'm back. Are you there? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my. Because Jack, my Jack knows more there. about it at the at the moment than I do. Yeah, I, I, there was that connection. I didn't hear the whole thing, but yeah, as far as scanning goes, I am. Yeah, I'm getting more involved in that now. I, you know, I've been involved, of course, mostly in legal and uh, public awareness and things like that. But uh, well, again, I I don't want. I, we've discussed this. I don't want to give Paul soap, but I'm actually encouraged. I recently. I've been talking to some people about this now. Yeah, Pax, uh, 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 Josh is working on that, and there's uh, Dawn is, uh, I've learned from her. Um, uh, we've been talking uh, and uh, doing some research. She has bundles and bundles and stacks of information on scanning. So um, we're going through that, and she has files that she sent us that we're going to be posting. And and um, uh, so, yeah, and, 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 and I know... Uh, Hope is also aware of this that, and I, I'm sure others are, but I, I was not. And what I just learned recently, is, and, and maybe it helped because I was able, it was able, I was at, I was I, I was at her Don's house, and I was able to see the actual documents, and it really it registers like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I mean, because I watch I wa I like to watch all the shows like Forensic Files, and I watch uh, you know Shark Tank and The Profit, and just learn learning about entrepreneurs. And but as far as Forensic Files. Um, you know, they always want to place the, well, of course, I know this is from my, you know, education as well, but you always want to place the defendant at the scene of the crime. And um, that's what they always, and then they, they, have, a, they have a case. And, and here, and so she, this, you know, John was, uh, uh, he was the, uh, uh, working with the Department of Corrections uh, and at the California prison. And she uh, she discovered that there was I think they were trying to they were trying to get some rays from a frequency um, 
uh, out, out, you know, so they couldn't use, they're trying to make it so they couldn't use cell phones. You know, using cell phones. They were trying, they were trying to jam the cell phones so they can't uh, use them. So they were doing that. But what you discovered was there was other frequencies there that had no business being there. And so it's kind of like these frequencies, and, and, you, and you, you can get paperwork on that. Uh, and it shows uh, who who has a frequency. There's a, a contract. They, they lease out to certain frequencies. You know, you might, like, in the old days, I got like a, uh, uh, the old, you know, uh, what's it called? The uh, uh, radar detector or something. You, not radar detector. What's it called? The, uh, you, you, know, you search for uh, a hand in the room. You know, and it's, uh, uh, and so, yeah, and so maybe back in the old days, those might have worked, but nowadays, of course, it's never going to work because there's so many frequency cell phones and different frequencies going through. You don't know what it is. So he, but these the new frequencies here, it tells you the frequency and it's assigned to a company. And so now we're able to place we're able to place you know companies in the home. And so anyway, and, and again, John Hancock is working on this as well. There is a lot actually. He's really uh, uh, spending a lot of time on this. And so uh, uh, we're so yeah, I'm encouraged. Uh, there's no, I mean, I, I'm not aware of any, but uh, well, except we get, except we have them, like I said, the crime. So, uh, but I'm, I'm looking more into this, and um, uh, and I know, I, I know, uh, you know, like Dr. Stanager and stuff has worked on this, but, and I'm, I'm trying to find, just like in lawsuits, I'm trying to find out what he stands. I want, I'm, I'm uh, researching and reading more of them because even if, even if, uh, even if the Stanager report, let's say it was not admitted, let's say the judge said no. Uh, we're not going to admit that evidence. You know, let's say the person is going to be called a request for judicial notice, and let's say they said it's no, because the judge said, you know, has, has a, a discrepancy on whether to accept it. Sometimes the judge does not, but uh, it depends on the law, but sometimes they do. So let's say they say no, we're not going to accept that request for judicial notice. But even then, I, I, want to know, I want to know why not. Maybe the court gave an opinion why not, or maybe the opposing counsel did an opposition. They explain why, why not. I want I want to read those, and so we can't you know, we can't fix the problem until we know what the problem is. And so, um, anyway, so we still have to, we're going to be looking into this. We're going to be, going to be doing more research on this, and and um, um, and then hopefully have some more breakthroughs. But yeah, so there are there are members right now in the community that are working on this, and so uh, uh, and they're more way more than I am, but, I, but I'm learning myself. Well, I've heard of Jesse Beltran doing it, but it's like most people here can never, uh, you can never get them to contact you. It goes to email that you well, never hear anything. Yeah, well, yeah, we we met. Yeah, we met with we met. With, I was there. We we met with Jesse uh, last uh, Sunday, I think it was, um, and. Um, uh, and yes, and he's interested in this, and he's. I, I guess I heard, you know. I guess some people said he, he hasn't been that involved in the community recently, but I guess he's getting more involved now. And, and in fact, he, in fact, he was on a conference call with with Josh uh, just a few days ago uh, after the initial meeting. So, so yes, he is getting more involved. And, um, and we're and and as Desiree, Desiree is a contact for him, and she's working with him as well. Um, and so uh, she is at both the meeting and the uh, conference call. So. Uh, so yeah, there there is there's a lot of stuff going on. There's there's tons of stuff going on. That's just one of the things. There's there's all kinds of stuff going on. Very encouraging. So uh, is someone like please for bugs or searches for that, like bug detectors or something? Or who who are the people that typically do this? Um, can I ask you something? Is can can other people hear? 
Um, well, I actually, I hope I have everyone, again, I believe it's star two. Go ahead and start two, and I, your hand gets raised. And anyone has a question, I'll open you up. Okay, I believe she came under CH. Cindy, I'll open you up. I know you had a question next. Uh, is there any more? Uh, 612, Kim, uh, is there anything else you need to know? Just the type of person that typically does the scanning, if it was um, like private detectives or people looking for bugs or whatever it is. Because I most have private detectives showing the ship, but I need to show that most, most, most private detectives will have no idea anything about signals intelligence. You need to find someone who knows about signals intelligence and. Um, I, I would suggest if you're serious about trying to pursue something now to try to um, contact one of the people on the team that's investigating um, through PACT because you don't want to waste your money. That's good advice. And the person who's doing the testing cannot be a targeted individual because they cannot have kids that interfere with the detection of the radio frequencies. And they must have a facility that blocks out all extraneous radio frequencies so they can make sure that the person is the source of the emanations they are detecting. So there are um, efforts underway to get people uh, their licenses and get them equipped to do this. And, and as a way of example, um, the private detective who, who did do scanning with um, Hildegard Staninger, uh, she, the way I remember from speaking with her, she's one of the, she's really the only private detective I know of who um, did it, uh, though there might be others that I just don't know about, but she had to go very far underground so that you don't have competing um, things going through the airwaves around you that you would be picking up. So that kind of, I guess I'm supporting what Karen said, and that's one example of how you would have to isolate yourself. You have to get to a place where there's just like no uh, airway stuff coming in to interfere so that you can find out what the body is emanating. Right, and, and once we get, once we're at a point where we can be a satisfactory, uh, you know, possibly evidence, then when we get to the court level, then it's, good, it's still going to be, a, 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 you know, for one, uh, at any time, if you get to a trial, then it's going to be about expert witnesses. And every state, as well as federal, has, has laws on this. All these things have laws. Let me give you an example. In California, um, there, there's like, okay, again, for, for a request for judicial notice, that means you're trying to submit something for the court to, to recognize. And, uh, and so California has a code, it's a law, that says the, the, the court may recognize this if it's A, B, C, D. And then there's things where, and that means the judge has discretion, uh, yes or no. But then there's another law right behind it in California, but I'm sure all, all states are the same. Another code right behind it says the judge shall accept it if X, Y, Z, which means shall means must. And so uh, then, if you meet those requirements, it's going to be it's a guinea, you know. And so uh, there are ways to do that. And like for instance, if you're going to submit an affidavit, that right, that's probably going to fall under May, and the court's going to say no. Um, and, and first off, you just give it to the judge or the GIP to request a judicial notice, which means you have to serve the opposition that, and then it's time to oppose it, things like that. There's, there's policy laws that you have to have laws, and we'll spend it on the judge. 
Of course, it's, it's already on there. It's already on my outline that we're going to explain that part. That's just one part. You know, there's like probably 25, or, you know, like 35, 50 parts. That's one. But we'll explain everything. But, um, but then also, as far as expert witnesses, there's, there's federal, whether it's state law, there's, there's codes that says what, what a person qualifies as an expert witness. And, and if they meet those, those qualifications, then they get to testify and, and talk to the jury. And then, and then their, their word, when they testify, is going to hold more weight than just a regular answer or just an opinion. Yeah, so, so that's where we need to find out who's going to want to, who, who's available to testify. And, and as, as they have a, you know, a doctor's degree or a medical doctor's degree, hopefully. You know, and it might take more than just a, a college education. It might take a, like a state license degree, you know, kind of thing. And then the court would be like to take that. And then, and then the jury, and then it's, so yeah, we all, I mean, I won't mention names, but we all know that some medical doctors in our industry, in our, in our community here, um, and so if they were willing to testify, especially uh, if our case gets stronger, we get better evidence, then uh, that's going to hold weight. The jury's going to consider it. And, and, that's, and that's how you do it, you know. You know, just like, just like the trials you see on television or even the real trials, well, it's, it's not just you don't just say it. You have to build the case, you know. You have to prove the element, you know. You prove this element, this element, and then, and then you summarize it at the end and make your case. You know, so uh, so yeah, it's, it's all about it's all about us getting solid, you know, getting solid evidence and getting getting the, like Josh the top. Uh, he's going to be going to a, a classroom, get certified, you know, become you know, and, and then we talked about that, you know, uh, getting him you know like an expert, you know, and so he can testify at a court. And by the way, once you get once you get one breakthrough, then it's going to fall like dominoes because then if, let's say let's say one person in the case. Uh, gets the judge to accept their, uh, uh, you know, their, uh, their evidence, uh, a request for judicial notice, and let's say they use the case for this authentic picture. Well, that's kind of a win right there, because then someone else can say, hey, so uh, this court over here accepted this for, you know, uh, as, as, uh, into the court, and so, so should I. Now, that, now there's a precedent. It's all about precedent. And so, um, anyway, it's just all about building a case, and that's what we're doing. This is all Thank you, Jack. Thank you, 612. Okay, CH, I know you uh, had a question when we weren't in Q&A. We're in it now. Go ahead and come up, Cindy. CH, you're unmuted. Uh, I think that uh, we are um, heavily... um, blocked at every turn, even not to get, importantly, that the part I hate about our struggle is how they block our communications to the panel. Do you, any of you ever feel that way as well? Sabotage is reaching out. Constantly. Constantly. I, I, re, I really don't dig it, okay? I really don't dig it. Uh, yeah. And again, our chatters or callers, go right ahead and... Um, I can see you on the board and type any questions, comments you may have from our panel tonight. And uh, and uh, any closing comments that any of you may have. 
Well, I'd like to personally say I'm very hopeful. So I want people to keep their um, encouragement and don't get depressed that this will never end because it will. And like I said, I don't say that lightly because I do not believe in encouraging people by lying to them. You know, but I, in my heart, I'm very encouraged and I'm looking forward to things happening that are very decisive in the next few weeks or months. And I would like to add that we're all stronger than we think we are. When we're, when we're isolated and alone and afraid, we forget, you know, what new warriors we are. And so I just want to encourage people to reach deep and reach out and, you know, connect with other people because it will make you stronger and then you can start helping in the fight. There's a lot of things that we're going to have coming forward, um, you know, contacting legislators and public awareness campaigns, et cetera. So if you're feeling alone and afraid, listen to some calls, call some people, try to encourage someone who's down and it'll help you bring you up because we need, we need to all be in there. It's a big war, but we're going to get it done. Yes, we are. We are. Well, um, exactly. You're here. Well, uh, (laughs) Hope, Karen, and Jack, uh, again, I really would love to have uh, you guys back on. Perhaps at the end, we wind down, you know, into the fall, into summer, into fall. And I want to be on a new platform without a doubt. And everyone, uh, and uh, I got to try something new now. Uh, listeners, I appreciate you coming. We're going to be strong as ever starting this Wednesday night, uh, 9 o'clock until I launch off, uh, about the corruption and, and how things are, you know, what I witnessed at the lowest point of society and the transparency of it all. It just gets, uh, the more you descend, uh, into lower impoverished social economics, the um, tormentor becomes quite sadistic. Have any of you panel um, mm. have witnessed to what I've just said? You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, no, impunity, something about really poverty, Whitechapel. They just feel it's a lot to do whatever they want with things, you know? Right. You know, the, I think that. I was going to say, the, the, the less resources you have, the fewer people around you, you probably are the, a better target for these scumbags. And that's very unfortunate. Yes. And that's, and, 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 that's why we say reach out. Reach out to one other person because you can build a bridge out of this situation. You know, you can have someone who understands what you're going through. And I, I know it's really, really hard, but reach out and try to find other TIs to talk to and keep coming to the shows and keep your hope up. Come to our website, follow us on Twitter. I did want to say our website was really meant to be viewed through a computer. It's not as nice on the phone because we'll do it on a phone. Um, But if you have the opportunity to access it through a computer, you'll have a better experience with it. That'd be good. And at this time, audience, at this time before we close, does anyone have any uh, last-minute questions or comments at this time to bring to our panel tonight of Targeted America? Uh, please speak up now, and otherwise we are going to conclude, everyone. Again, I can't thank you, uh, Karen, Jack, and Hope, and I definitely will have you back mm-hmm. because uh, – 
I have even a better glimpse of you guys' strengths and talents. And I have a strong just feeling. Targeted America is it's kind of, it's it, baby. It's it. You know what I mean? I, Target America what? That's great. Targeted America is it. It, it's oh. it. It's the winner, maybe. You know, okay, it's butter, baby. Okay. Yeah. It's totally it, because they are harnessing us. Some of us a lot more subtle than maybe us, but it's still the same. Hurting. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, and we're working with other organizations. We feel really comfortable um, working with other organizations to to bring our movement forward. So. Um, you know, uh, that's it. You, again, you're touching rings, you know, touching hands. You know what I mean? Seeing the connection. You know what I mean? This divide and conquer is really powerful to the point that um, they made us feel as a TI. We're in this just bubble and, and never even phantoming other groups are more than likely targeted. I know I didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the isolation. I would say that this. We're going to see some of the TI groups working together more so than we ever have before, and that's not a that's not a weakness to have multiple TI groups. It is um, what the intelligence community calls redundancy, because if you take out one group, you still have four, five, six other groups that exist. So I think we're seeing we're seeing a push for more cooperation and coordination. So that's a good thing. It and is. the groups are all doing different things. No, no two groups are doing the same thing. Um, so we're covering now a lot of territory with these groups. And That's good. So ours is focusing, focusing on education and outreach at this point. Um, you know, others are focusing on social services. Others are focusing on uniting in an umbrella group. I mean, there's just different different focuses. And there was something I wanted to say that I thought was important. So let's see if I can remember it with all this distraction. Just a second. Okay. And please um, come back at the end of the summer. We're not going to have distractions. I'm going to be in another venue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please give good. me a note. As soon as we, as soon as we hang up, good. I'm going to remember the important thing I wanted to say. Oh, well. There will be another chance. Oh, no. The next, the next PI day is coming up in on uh, August 29th, and it's going to be in Portland. So people start putting your minds to getting out there. We're going to try to double the attendance. Okay, everybody. Did you hear Portland, Oregon this uh, August on the 29th? Oh, okay. oh, wait a minute. You guys are probably going to be there. i got to get you guys back like, like a little month before there, before you leave. Um, making this making this family and finding our truth, we are strengthening the bond because we like it or not, we have to be a family. You know what I'm saying? Yes, agreed. You know, agreed. You know, well, Karen, Hope, and Jack, I am so grateful that you joined me tonight, and listeners. Thank you for joining in. We're going to be on, I will be on this Wednesday and uh, next Saturday. Oh, you have something to say? Go right ahead. Yeah, I have one last thing to say. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, the TI day, it's, uh, yeah, today's kind of Thanksgiving. But there's going to be, actually, there's going to be, I think there's, there's been uh, 10 cities that have been chosen. And 
they already have assigned one or two people or, or the process of getting them to agree. And we're going to try to have, uh, you know, kind of have it uh, all over the place. So there's going to be a website out, I heard, uh, hopefully, in about a week or two, and it's going to address it. So, yeah, but it's in four months, as, as Hope said, and we're hoping to have a, you know, a, and they're, they're, working, they're already behind the scenes working on it. They're working on the manual. Uh, uh, guidelines and um, hopefully that. And so they're, um, we're working on it. So we're, we've all, the leaders have already come behind the scenes. They're always planning for the next one. So it's already in the works. It, it'll be announced real soon. Okay. Thank you. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. But, um, again, uh, we've listened and gained great knowledge from the panel of Targeted America. And that uh, was Karen, Jack, and Hope. And I, you know, we'll work it out, uh, Targeted America, to have you on maybe late spring, summer, a few months, because I know you guys are going to, we're going to announce these 10 cities, you know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, in my neck of the woods, that's, that's even better. We're branching out. We're growing. But the tree is blooming. We're bearing fruit. Well done. And, uh, well, yes. Well, again, I want to thank you guys so much. And New Jack. You guys know how I do it at the end of the show. I'm dropping the mic. Thank you so much, Targeted America. We always coast out with a song. Exactly, guys. Hang tough. Keep it funky. And I will be back on again uh, this Wednesday night. Same place, same bat channel. All right. (laughs) Okay.